Lord God, Father, have a blessing once again for another day. Yeah, once again, being reminded of our imperfections as human beings. And so, I have so many of them. Anyways, I just pray, Father, that in the name of Jesus, that you would help us this day. That is, fill us with your Holy Spirit. Lead us by your Spirit. That we be led by your Spirit in all that we do in order to truly please you. And that is our most uh, deepest hope for most of us here, if not all of us. That is our deepest hope. Hope to truly glorify you, to love you. That is, to love you, to adore you. That word love just doesn't really mean much nowadays. Well, it means much. It means a lot of things. A lot of things that doesn't describe what you expect from us. That's for sure. So anyways, to adore you, that is to worship you, to give our lives to you, and trust that what you would expect from us and what you want from us is not the same what the world wants. That is, those who are truly an enemy of you uh, or an enemy against you. Those who truly, the world, uh, there's good. No, I, don't, I understand that. And you have revealed that. But uh, the good that is there is not the kind of good that you want. It's not the kind of fruit that you want. You want the kind of fruit that only can come from you. The kind of fruit that can only be uh, uh, that can only come forth from from God, a God, and because um, it's the it's the eternal fruit, and so we pray, Father, that uh, we uh, that in this moment, in this hour, that you uh, would uh, help us to uh, produce that kind of fruit that only pleases you. In Jesus' name, I ask and pray. Amen. <coughs> Excuse me. Good morning. Listen, real quickly, I want to um, pass these out. Chris will pass these out. Everybody should have one. And I want us to go over the Ten Commandments this morning before we start our day. This is the Lord's Day. Chris, this is the Lord's Day. So let us uh, prepare our hearts, prepare our minds, because that's what God has created us. Uh, let's just say, create. Um, prepare both body and soul because that's how he has created us and so I think the Ten Commandments is a good place to start off our week uh, the new beginning of the new week this is Sunday and um, I ask that um, once again um, just listen for now because I'm still um, trying to uh, brush this up, so this is just for you to read along right now. Okay, later on we'll we'll read we'll read together once I get this all clean, cleaned up and and um, I'm, I'm satisfied with the way it's written out. Okay, so anyways, um, the question asked: What is God's law? It's important to understand that God's law is rules. It's the rules. These are his rules on how to interact, first of all, with him, how to relate with him. There are also rules in the Ten Commandments 
been involved or that God has revealed on how he expects for us to relate to one another. And, of course, we, I hope you know by now, by now, this is all summed up over in Matthew chapter 22, where it reads, To love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and to love others even as you love yourself. That's the second commandment. The first commandment is the greatest of all. The second, of course, is great too, but it's, again, it's a revelation of how God wants us to relate with him and how he wants us to relate with each other. And I want you to know, <clears throat> as your father, as your husband, these are the laws that I, that I live by. I try to. And each day, I realize how imperfect I am because of these laws. It shows me how sinful I really am. These laws are given mostly for that purpose. It's to show us how sinful we are and how holy God is. Now, although I realize that I cannot do these laws, and I don't expect for you to perfectly do these laws, when I say not to do them, you can do them, but you won't be able to perfectly do them in a way that is truly pleasing to God. Only Jesus can do that, and only Jesus has done that. He still expects for us to do it. And not only does he expect for us to do it, when we fail to do them, he expects for us to repent. That is to be deeply sorry for, for not obeying his laws. And I hope that by this time, if, if not yet, in your young walk, your, your walk with God, that when you sense yourself breaking these commandments, you are sorry for them. You are sorry for doing it. That is my hope for you. My hope is that eventually you will get to a place of realizing and understanding what God wants from you. And when you don't, when you don't do them, you will be sorry about it. Yesterday, I have to admit, and I need to apologize, I let you guys watch a couple of movies that I regret letting you guys watch even. The whole time I was sitting there, <clears throat> everything that I know about God and everything that I know that God wants from me was not in that movie, those movies at all. As a matter of fact, they were um, definitely anti-Christ in, in that sense. Now, I know for you, you just think, well, this, it's just entertainment. And because it's just entertainment, it's okay for us to watch those kind of things. It's okay for us to laugh at those kind of things. It's okay because it's just for entertainment. It's for, that, it's for entertainment. It's for, to entertain me. That's what it's all about. That's the kind of culture we live in. Everything is about me. And not about God. We ignore God. We don't want to have nothing to do with God. We want to do things our way. Live our lives our way. Without God. And it's tragic. It's sad. It, it breaks my heart. To know that we, that many of us are like this. And there go I, but we're not for his grace and his mercy. Trust me, I know this. But I have to admit that after watching those movies, as I was sitting, or not after, but during the time that I was sitting there watching those movies, I was in shock, actually. 
I was I was really shocked. I didn't know what to do at times. But eventually the old nature I've discovered it 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 it, it sort of comes back. And then it, it says, you know what? Yeah, it's just entertainment. It's not real. You don't have to be that concerned about it. Listen, there, everybody does it. If everybody does it, it can't be that bad. It can't be that bad. Listen, you're being too hard on yourself. Live a little. Have some fun. Everybody's doing it. And besides, God will forgive you. Matter of fact, I'm just, you know, to be honest, I don't even, if I was you, have you ever, is there really a God? Have you ever saw him? You know, it just all this starts to come. Because clearly he's not in that movie. Life. Death. What's, this dif- what's the difference? What's the difference? It's not really no difference. We all live, we all die. not right the Bible says God does care about how we live the Bible says God do God does care how we treat one another how we view one another first of all you need to understand that we are his creation and we're not designed to be used In a perverted way, meaning that, for example, for in- entertainment purposes, it's not okay to excite yourself. I'm trying to use the words, <laughs> it's hard. To excite yourself. By the naked parts of another person, another individual. It's not okay. It's not okay to excite yourself by the murder of another person. Especially in the way that is definitely grotesque, which we saw in that movie yesterday. It was very grotesque. <clears throat> Heads being chopped off. Body parts being chopped off. People being impaled by javelins and so forth. It's not okay. Sex, immoral sex, sex outside of marriage, adultery, it's not okay. 
crude and rude jokes and language. It's not okay. But you see, the word of God says, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol, whether in the form of anything that is in heaven above or that is on the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or worship them. That is, you shall not engage in them or engage with them in a way that makes it okay to think other than what God would have you to think about them. The behaviors of other people, your behavior, our behavior, the same way. This is what God is really saying here. When you start thinking that, oh, it's okay to entertain yourself, to excite yourself by those things which are clearly against God's will, those things that clearly um, take away the value which God has given each and every one of us as human beings, as people. It's wrong. We have to begin to think that it's wrong to, to do that. It's wrong to have sex outside of marriage. It's wrong to excite ourselves by images of the body parts of other people. It's wrong to want or to dislike or to hate ourselves, parts about ourselves, because everybody else looks so nice. Well, I want straight hair, I've heard say. I want lighter skin. I want thinner lips. I want a bigger butt, whatever it may be. I want to be taller. I want to be thinner and so forth. God, why did you, basically what you're saying is, God, why did you make me this way? Why did you make me like so-and-so? Because I'm miserable now. I'm unhappy. As a matter of fact, I'm embarrassed to even engage with others. I prefer to just be on, at, on my, by my own self with my own gadgets and excite myself and have my face in these things called whatever instead of going out and in, actually engaging with people literally. I'm concerned that we are in a place now where we are separating ourselves from not only one another in this household, but also from others outside of this household. We're in danger. When we do these things. We're in danger of breaking this commandment right here. Making idols for ourselves. And worshiping them instead of worshiping God. And that is loving God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. And loving others. 
so that when we see these things happening on TV, such as those things which break the sixth commandment, you shall not murder, our hearts will be broken over them. It should be broken over them. We should be in shock. We should be in horror. It used to be a time where I would go into movie theaters, and I actually, I remember when I was most sensitive to these things, I would walk out because I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand seeing other people getting murdered. Although I know it's not real, but still just the fact that they would use that as a prop, so to say, to entertain people is wrong. And then they wonder why... <clears throat> Then, then we wonder why we have so much violence in our culture. Why people are actually going into these same places where these movies and stuff like that, and they're actually killing people at random. I saw a, a picture as I was reading on the internet. I saw a, a picture of a, a judge in tears. Actually. I have to admit, that was encouraging to me he was in tears because he viewed he was viewing and along with all the jurors and everybody there in this courtroom he was viewing clips of the murder that happened in a theater a theater not too long ago i guess they got it on on, on they got everything on camera of this man coming in or this woman i don't know one of i don't know i shouldn't say the gender because I don't want to make, because we all are sinners. We all do. We all are capable of doing this. Even I, there go I, we're not for the grace of God. But anyways, he randomly went in and just started murdering these people with a gun. And this judge was in tears over it. We should be the same way when we see this on TV. It should cause us to feel sorry, sad, shocked. In other words, I'm still just now learning that describe my feelings. You should not commit adultery. When we see people on these TVs and on these movies or on these, these gadgets who are having sex, especially knowing that it clearly is sex outside of marriage, anything like that, the body parts, I always, used to always wonder, you know, why uh, car commercials always have women. But now I know. But anyways, when we see these things, people being used to sell devices, to sell entertainment, to sell whatever, it's adultery. Jesus himself said, if you look on a person for just a second and you want to have sex with that person or you're thinking of having sex with that person or you're thinking about how nice it would be to have that person or to touch that person or to... You get excited over that person's body part and he or she is definitely not your wife or husband. It's wrong. It's adultery. It's that simple. What you think is what God is concerned about. Remember, God looks at the inward person. That's right. He's more concerned about the inward person than your outward person. And, and guess what? Millions and billions of people worldwide spend a good majority of their time painting themselves up. Don't get me wrong. 
The barn needs to be painted, painted. But the point is this. We spend so much money on it. Hair. Grooming these bodies. Millions and billions. It's, it's big business. It goes to show you, though, how vain we are. How shallow we really are. You don't have to be this way, though. This is my point. If you are this way, I'm going to beg you right now. Repent. Ask God for forgiveness. Start praying for God to change your heart. To make you sensitive to these things and so that you won't sin against God. So that you won't commit these sinful acts. So that you could put these gadgets down and begin to prioritize your life in a way that shows that you truly love God. You truly love others in the same way you love yourself. And that is that you want the best for yourself. You know, a lot of times you need to maybe even think about it this way. When you are looking at the body parts of another person and you saying to yourself, wow, how nice it would be to have that person or to be like that person and so forth. Think about maybe your mother. If it's a girl, would you look at your mother that way or your sister? Would you look at your sister that way? Did you would you appreciate somebody looking at your sister that way or your brother that way or your father that way? Imagine. Would you want that to happen to your brother, your sister, your cousin, your neighbor, your best friend? Would you want them to be impelled? By a javelin or their heads cut off or butchered? Why are you laughing? It's not funny. Talking to you. Beware. I'm talking to me. Beware. It does not please God. God hates it. That's why he tells us, do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not bear false witness against your neighbor, lying about people, fabricating truths, stereotypes, racist remarks, all this stuff falls in these categories. You should not covet your neighbor's house. You should not covet your neighbor's wife. You should not covet their male or female slave or their ox or their donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor. You should not covet it. Be thankful for what you got. Be thankful for what God has given you. We all know who we are. We all know. And definitely God knows. So I'm begging you again. Repent before it's too late. Repent before the hour is, is ended. And your soul is lost. There is judgment. There is a judge. His name is God. He's our Lord. He will judge you for these behaviors. 
He will judge you. And his judgment has been made clear. The wages of sin is death. Eternal death. Eternal death. Eternal punishment. A place where there will be weeping and gnashing of the teeth, wailing, darkness, the kind of darkness that you can feel, the kind of darkness that you can see, the kind of darkness that you can touch, the stench of death, the kind of stench that you can smell, the agony, the pain, never ending. Heads bowed, eyes closed, let us pray. Oh, Lord, thank you once again for warning us. Waking us up. It's a new day. Creating us, Father, a new heart. New spirit. Enlighten our minds so that we can live a life that truly pleases you as we wait for the return of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. my prayer that we all would enjoy you today where this is what you have created us for to glorify you and to enjoy you and i pray that we will today in jesus name amen